0: Common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby, Katz and Cosby on seventy seven WABC. Let's go to, to to the Jewish portion of the show. Exactly. <laughs> let's move on.
1: Here we go. This is this is in tribute. We of, took uh, care uh, of the Yeah, we did. Now we no, have Judge Weinberg side. Judge Weinberg, you're going to introduce. <laughs> yeah, you uh, got to bring him in. <laughs> you got to bring him in. It's your turn, <laughs> Professor Dershowitz. No, you
0: take care of the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Alan and I both grew up in uh, Borough Park in Brooklyn, so we have that in common, too. <laughs> Professor Dershowitz, welcome back to uh, Cass and Cosby. Well, thank you. What an honor it is to follow Cardinal Dolan. He is one of the great, great, great Americans. He's a wonderful man. Yes. I'm not going to call him kiddo, even though I'm 11 years older than he is. I'm going to call him his eminence. I just wish he could have more influence on the young people, my kids that I teach, the college students, some of whom are turning so far, far against America, against Judeo-Christian values, against civilization. Uh, We both have a job to do. Uh, Me as a teacher of young people, him as a pastor to young people, and uh, I I follow his work very closely because he's done an amazing job. And the way he's brought together communities in New York, he is such a blessing, not only to the city of New York, not only to the Catholic Church, but to the world.
1: You know, you talked about uh, young people, uh, Professor Dershowitz. This is amazing, Um, and and I'm glad to see this, but the House is looking into a whole bunch of other universities, including now Columbia University, uh, over over anti-Semitism, and also Barnard College is one of the other ones they're now looking into.
0: They should. They should look into all those schools. It's a tolerance of anti-Semitism. You know, as the great Burke once said, all that's needed for... For a tyranny to succeed is for good people to remain silent. And college administrators are remaining silent. They don't want to get into conflict with the loud left. So although many agree that these kids are distorting the values they're supposed to be learning and that, you know, the whole DEI is destroying education, they're afraid to speak up. As a friend of mine who was the president of George Washington University put it, the one qualification that doesn't exist for being president of a university is courage. And that's what presidents need. And, you know, Harvard has a vacancy. Yale will soon have a vacancy. And it's, it's very important who fills these vacancies. And alumni and contributors and, and students and others should have influence. And in who gets picked to be the heads of our universities? Because the students who are now in our universities are our future leaders, You know, it won't always be the case that everybody running for office is 80 years old. People running for office are going to be 30, 40, and 50 years old. And these are our current kids now, and and they're they're on the wrong track,
1: many of them. Um, Speaking of wrong track, I don't know if you have seen Professor Alan Dershowitz, and you wrote a great book called War Against the Jews. And here we're seeing President Biden, in the last week or so, Boy, he first says, you know, Israel is over the top on what they're doing in Gaza. Then he yesterday he's standing next to King Abdullah of Jordan there at the White House. The world is watching and he's criticizing Israel again and saying, well, Israel shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. I mean, it, it to me, it is so He this is a guy who says he supports Israel and he's condemning it so often.
0: And he does it in front of the king of a country, Jordan, who killed more Palestinians during Black September some years ago than Israel in all of its history. The man has such chutzpah to claim to be speaking on behalf of the Palestinians. He has a Palestinian wife, and he has 50% of his uh, constituents are Palestinian. But the Jordanians have been among the most anti-Palestinian uh, in the world. They don't let Palestinians in. They're not helping in the Rafa situation. They're easy. It's easy to criticize, but I was shocked that Biden remained silent in the face of the lies told by King Abdullah. Look, I was a friend of King Abdullah's father, uh, a very nice man. I met him on numerous occasions. We shared a doctor in common, uh, King Hussein. I don't think he'd remain silent today in the face of what Hamas is doing. But too many people remain silent, too many university administrators. And thank God for this show uh, speaking out on behalf of truth and the American way.
1: And uh, by the way, and also, and justice. Injustice. Injustice. Yeah, you got to get that. Yeah. What about UNRWA, too? Did you see King Abdullah also said, we got to keep funding UNRWA? That's that UN relief agency where it just came out yesterday that there was a Hamas tunnel underneath the headquarters of it. I mean, you can't make think, that up. I think
0: it's illegal to fund UNRWA. I think it's a crime to fund UNRWA. Let me tell you why. There is a statute on the American law books. That says if you give material aid to a terrorist organization, you are guilty of a crime. And any individual, anyone who contributes to UNRWA, any government that contributes to UNRWA is giving material aid to a terrorist organization, namely Hamas. Because the money that goes to UNRWA gets filtered from UNRWA to Hamas. It's it's a much greater relationship than simply the fact that UNRWA stood on top while tunnels were being built noisily i know how noisy it is because i was actually in those tunnels i was the first non-israeli soldier to be allowed in the tunnels just days after they were discovered i happened to be in israel and having dinner with the prime minister and he invited me to go look into the tunnels and i actually walked into gaza underground wow and anybody could have known these tunnels are like the new york subway system anybody who's lived on top of when they try to build subways, you know you hear the noise, you know something's going on underneath. And, and of course, the uh, UNRWA people knew that, and they're guilty as heck. Yeah, uh, Judge Weinberg. Alan, I just saw on, on television just a few minutes ago, Senator Von Holland of Maryland has now said that Israel is guilty of war crimes. What do you say about that? Well, it's outrageous. Uh, Israel has acted better than almost any country in the history of urban warfare. The ratio of combatants to non-combatants killed has the lowest ratio of non-combatants, less than two to one. In most wars like this, the ratio has been 10, 10 innocent people for every one combatant killed. And Israel has been lower than two to one, and Israel gives warnings, Israel gives uh, heads up. It, 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 it compromises its own military actions in the interests of helping people. Israel has not committed war crimes. And if you define what Israel is doing as a war crime, what you've done is you've basically made every country, every Western country guilty of war crimes, because almost every country has done much worse than what Israel has done faced with a comparable situation. Look, no country in history faced with situations comparable to Israel has actually a better record of Human rights, compliance with the rule of law, of concern for civilians. And, and when the best is called the worst, you have to look at the person making that statement, that senator, instead of Israel. Craig Eaton. Professor, um, I just want to go to a different topic for a second. I, I read before Georgia judge rules evidence exists to possibly disqualify D.A. Fannie Willis. What are your thoughts yeah. and what are you hearing about that? Well, I think Fannie Willis and Nate, her her, her boyfriend, you know, that's the the newest hot, hot couple more than uh, (laughs) Taylor Swift. And uh, uh, they they may end up in prison. They may end up in trial because if the judge allows this witness to testify, who will say that they committed perjury, they lied to the court, they lied in documents when they said that their affair began. Um, only after he was hired. Look, remember, this is a continuing affair. It starts out as a friendship and then it it blossoms into a sexual relationship. This isn't, you know, the old song, no enchant some enchanted evening. You will see a stranger. <laughs> South you specific. will see a stranger across a crowded room. This is a friendship. She admits she hired him, even though he was far less qualified than other people, paid him six hundred and something thousand dollars as a friend and then oh, my God, the friendship emerges into a sexual relationship. If the judge allows the testimony to come in about the true nature of their relationship and then contrasts it with what they signed, the the affidavits and court statements, they're more likely to go to jail than the defendants in the actual case. Thank you, Professor Dershowitz. We're going to take a break right now, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Let's, uh, Great. let's pray for peace in the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes.